0: Hello, this is Alicia Sam and you're watching HW News, welcome to South Connect. In this weekly episode, we gather all the important and interesting news across the southern state of India. Let's begin with Karnataka. This week, the only news from Karnataka that we should talk about is the unprecedented floods in Bengaluru. Not that the city doesn't get flooded every year, but this time the situation was different. The water did not recede for almost two days. People, IT employees had to travel in Tractor and JCB. In India's Silicon Valley, people were wading through knee-deep waters, cars were seen floating and not only the common people and poor, but also the billionaires were not sparred from the wrath of the floods. Episalon, one of the high-end society in Bangalore known to house of the billionaires, was affected badly. Flood waters entered the villas of some of these billionaires and had to be rescued on tractor. But more than that, what is saddening and outrageous at the same time is the death of a 22-year-old Akila, who used to work as a receptionist at a private firm, was returning to her home in the Sarjapura area on a scooter when she lost her balance near Mahira Bakery around 9.30pm and fell. She lost her balance and touched an electric pole, and then she was electrocuted. To understand the reason behind Bengaluru's unprecedented floods, Aarti Ghargi, political correspondent, spoke to Captain Santosh Kumar, who is working to clear encroachments and SWD in the city. You can check out the video on our YouTube channel. Moving on with Kerala. Kerala rounded off a season of partying by consuming nearly Rs. 624 crore worth of liquor this autumn. It is a marked increase in sales for the Kerala State Beverages Corporation, BEFCO, the state-owned liquor retail monopoly, compared to 2021 figures, which was Rs 529 crores. The bumper sales have bought a cash windfall of an estimated Rs 500 crore to the state exquature in the seven-day run-up to Tiruvona. However, an official said the actual spending on liquor might be much more the government has merely released the figure of liquor sold through Bevco outlets. The administration was yet to publish the quantum of liquor sold through the hundreds of bars, beer and wine parlours in the state. Excise officials said bootleg liquor, hooch and moonshine also appropriated a sizable market segment for cheap and hard spirits during the autumn holidays. Bevco has downed shutters on Tiruvonam day when liquor sales peak. Excise officials said Bevco's closure on the high sales day seriously increased the risk of spurious liquor entering the black market. The shuttering also caused illegal hoarding and smuggling of liquor, covered sales and higher rates and bigger crowds in bar hotels. Many bars had reportedly violated license conditions by selling liquors as parcels. Next up we have Tamil Nadu Earlier this week, the NEET results were announced. It is an all India medical entrance exam. The Tamil Nadu government's health helpline set up for providing counselling to national eligibility entrance test aspirants is flooded with calls from students who failed to crack the exam. After the NEET results were announced on Wednesday, September 7 midnight, the number of calls to the helpline had increased manifold. The psychological counselling for NEET-UG aspirant began in Tamil Nadu on July 19th as several students in the state had died by suicide last year after failing to crack the exam. Staff working with the 104 helpline said that callers are in a distressed state of mind and many callers wanted to know how they can cope up with the reality that they could not crack NEET. The counsellor told IANS that most of the students who had approached them were those who had got more than 90% marks in core subjects of science like physics, chemistry and biology in their Tamil Nadu plus two board examinations. There have been protests in the state against NEET exams. The state has also passed an anti-NEET bill, but it hasn't yet approved by the governor. The governor sent it to the president and currently the state law minister said that it has responded to the queries raised on the same. Next we have Andhra Pradesh. Online loan apps have become a matter of serious concern. The loan apps promise instant loan, but harass the borrowers in the name of recovery. Even the RBI has raised a concern over this. One couple in Andhra Pradesh fell victim to this and ended their life. A couple from Rajamundri of Andhra Pradesh died by suicide on Wednesday, allegedly due to harassment from recovery agents of a loan app. Durga Rao and his wife Ramya Lakshmi had reportedly borrowed Rs 30,000 from loan apps and were allegedly being harassed by recovery agents with threats to share morphed videos and photos made to look like nude visuals of Ramya. A relative of the couple said that they had paid a few installments of around Rs 2,000, but they continued to face the threats, where their morphed visuals were shared with their relatives and acquaintances. The couple is survived by two daughters aged 4 and 2 years. This is a common modus operandi of loan apps that have sprouted across the country and grew popular during the COVID-19 pandemic. These loan apps, most of them Chinese-owned, offer loans ranging from Rs. 2000 to Rs. 20,000 at humongous interest rate, but without requiring extensive verification. However, to avail these loans, users need to agree to share their personal data on their phones, like access to contacts and their image gallery, before the money can be transferred. Later, in case the user defaults on the payment of the loan or there is any delayed payment, recovery methods often include contacting people on the contact list of the victim and informing them about the loan, morphing victims' images as nude photos, etc. Next, we have in line, Telangana. A Ganesh Idol Immersion rally in Hyderabad, attended by Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswa Sarma, saw a brief disruption on Friday, September 9, with a local Telangana Rashtra Samiti leader turning the mic away from the speaker and trying to confront the Assam CM. Sarma had been invited by the Bhaganagar Ganesh Utsav Samiti to attend the Idol Immersion procession concluding the Ganesh Chaturthi celebrations. Interrupting a speech by one of the BGUS members, a man wearing a pink scarf turned the mic away from the speaker and appeared to confront Sarma. The TRS leader later identified as Nanda Kishore Vyas was immediately removed from the dais. The incident led to mild tension at the location at Mozam Jahi Market as TRS and Bharatiya Janta party workers raised a slogan against each other. The TRS leader Nanda Kishore Vyas was taken to the Abid Road police station. That's all for South Connect today. For more such political updates, keep watching our channel HW News. Whatever your views are, do let us know in the comment section below. Take care of yourselves. Thank you.